Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One to another, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betfair. Brighton march on in Europe and Liverpool host Manchester United this weekend. It's Friday 15th of December. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Luke Moore. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Hunter Hunteraja. Everybody, it's Friday and it's bloody good to have you with us. Before we get into the show, though, just a reminder that you can listen to our reaction to the last ever round of Champions League group stage action now. Pete and Andy got together for a Ramble Reacts right after Newcastle selfishly destroyed England's UEFA coefficient on Wednesday, of course. <laughs> um, so do scroll down to listen to that episode when you're done with this one. It's, it's, it's incredible, Jim, that we've kissed goodbye the Champions League group stage. Yeah, they're gone. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm it's sad about it. We- I am sad about it as well. It's going to be yeah. really weird now. And the Europa League and everything. It's all change. It's all change, is, as but, Cast would say. That's right. It's all change. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but wasn't it great, though, that, uh, it, that, that in the, the Europa League last night, the British clubs, bar Liverpool... Gave us a great display. Yeah, especially mm. after Newcastle and Man United have banjaxed the coefficient in the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, uh, it was an incredible... Obviously. I mean, obviously Liverpool lost, but not that they cared because they, they were good. I did love it, though, the fact that um, the goalkeeper came up for the corner at the end. It's like, you're, you're fine. You're, you're top of the group. Do you reckon that it. Liverpool, as they walked off, just were looking around at Union Saint-Gilois, who were having an historically great time, and just yeah. went, we don't care. No. Nah. The difference mm. between us and you, we don't even care about this. This is the biggest night of your lives, and for us, it's Thursday. <laughs> why, is, why, why is the goalkeeper going up at the end? Love it. Yeah, just, they just want any excuse. Just get on the score sheet. What you've got to remember is, goalkeepers, you have to be a bit mad to be a goalkeeper. That's Listen, right. You like being got, a drummer, innit? Yeah, it's a bit. You haven't got to be mad to be a goalkeeper, mm. but it helps. It does help. It does bloody help. <laughs> They're yeah, from Breed. Yeah, I mean, look, even Aberdeen won last night, Luke. Even Aberdeen. Yeah. They've had a tough old uh, group of it. That's why I said even Aberdeen. I have to go around the houses to go all these different places, play the snow a week before last. But when they came to Aberdeen, Eintracht Frankfurt, no less. Exactly. You know, Aberdeen doing Rangers a favour when Frankfurt beat them in the Europa League final. It's nice when Scottish football bands together like Guess that. It, as it so often does. It does it always. Does, yeah. <laughs> Actually, Rangers, what a win they had in, uh, in back to the, to the scene of the final. Absolutely right. Well, the city of the final. Yeah, I think that's fine. I don't think you need to clarify that. Yeah. yeah. People, no one's going to pull you up on that. No, no one is. Not when I'm on the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, the, the, the big story, I think, uh, certainly from our perspective, was Brighton beating Marseille and topping the group. An important thing to do because you don't want that uh, annoying little playoff. You of put course. their feet up to the new year now. That's right. Yeah. The draw for the playoff is on Monday, isn't it? Mm. So yeah, you, give, you give yourself an absolute stinker of a game if you're not careful. Well, you're avoiding the likes of Milan and uh, was it Benfica in there as well? Galatasaray, of course, in, the, in that playoff. So it could be and pretty crucially big not Manchester United. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Right. that's what they're going to say. Here's the teams for the here's the teams for the draw yeah. for the playoff, and they're going to list all the teams, and they're going to put at the end of their little ball. Oh, but yeah. it's a it's a a red ball that no one can pick. Yeah, and it just says not Man United on it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's got a little red devil on it. Uh, yeah. Now, would it not be better to have them in the hat and it pull out not Manchester United, and then you flip it over and it's the actual team? Yeah. Yeah. Every, yeah. Single every single one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it'd be really really great, wouldn't it? it would. <laughs> uh, Before you go fully into Europa League mode though with Brighton, yeah, um, if we're going to be talking about all this stuff in the conference league. we've got to talk about Aston Villa top in their group as well yeah 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 we'll Brilliant. get to them okay we'll get to them fine yeah, well, I should yeah. probably just read the run and all this yeah, yeah okay <laughs> Sorry about that. Someone should, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My argument is that I've never bothered doing it before, so I don't know why I should start now. That's true. That's I've been true. doing this show for 38 that, years. That, I've been doing it that's for Pete's you. Argument. <laughs> yeah, that is Pete's argument. Yeah, it's Pete's argument. But Brighton, they got a, a, got a massive late winner from that man, Joao Pedro. Great goal, by the way. Beauty. Yeah, lovely goal. Absolute beauty. And the scenes of celebration. Yeah. Roberto De Zerbi summed up saying, I lost my voice, I lost everything. Yeah. Someone's got his phone out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, but also, he, he did reference a defeat 
that his Fodger side suffered uh, years ago in, in, in a Serici playoff against uh, Gennaro, uh, Gennaro Gattuso's Pisa. Because Gattuso, of course, Marseille manager. Yeah. And he said it was against Rina Gattuso I lost the most important game of my career up to now. This win I dedicate to my former players at Fodger who lost the match and to the fans. This game, in a way, closes the circle. That is terrifying. How much yeah. unfinished business is he holding in his mind <laughs> yeah. at any one time if, yeah. this, if, if this is some sort of closing of a circle? Yeah, I, I assumed that maybe him and Gattuso there was a bit of beef, but they didn't seem to be. I mean, unless I'm missing something. I just I think two men like that meeting looks like beef. It does, Even definitely. if it's entirely personal. Because meeting, meeting spelt with an A. They, Absolutely. They, and they the beef is probably pastrami. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they basically look like um, two bounces outside a nightclub. Yeah. 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 Who would you yeah. fancy? Oh, it's Gattuso. really difficult one. Like, the the surely. obvious answer is Gattuso, but I think Deserby. Oh, Deserby's doing some damage. He's got a Big trick time. up his sleeve. Oi, whoever wins, we lose. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Alien versus Predator. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so the greatest tagline of any movie ever, by the way. Great. Not a great Ooh. film. Alien versus Predator. Whoever wins, we lose. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's good stuff, guys. Yeah, work yourself, work your way backwards to create a film, which they did. Yeah. Um, but Brighton finished top of Group B, as we say, and uh, and 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 I tell you something. You look at the teams, they could go far in this tournament. They think, really, really could. I think we mentioned that before, didn't we, in terms yeah. of like the scale of their squad. And, and as you well, said... I'm doubling down the, the on teams, it, Fish. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fair enough. But you kind of took it as your own thing there. Yeah. I, I think we've all agreed on that. I appreciate yeah. when people double down. It's usually with an unhelpful or horrible opinion. Yeah. But I think Brighton going far in it's this tournament... It's quite a nice opinion, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> in your yeah. case, it yeah. is. Yeah. Come on. Um, I like the way that... The point I've made before, Fish, which I, I'm sticking to... Well, don't say that on the mic. <laughs> sometimes I make points five, six months ago that I look back and go, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. With the Brighton thing, uh, I'm going to stick with it, which is that it was really heartening to see how they worked their way out of the group, how they worked it out, mm. playing against the European opposition, which is slightly different, playing against, for example... Yeah, Ajax aren't historic. You know, Ajax aren't doing very well because they go to the Conference League now after this group stage. They're not in a great moment as a European coach using yeah. English as a second language would say. But Brighton, a team like Brighton, have to deal with the idea of playing Ajax as much as they have to deal with playing Ajax yeah, themselves. Yeah, and it's kind of the same with Marseille. You've got an amazing history um, for the size of club in, in in Europe as well. AEK Athens are no pushovers as well as we saw. Um, because Brighton lost to them at home. I think it was in the opening. It was one to fact yeah. lose your opening game, which on... and then they build their way and they and they finish yeah. top of the group, which is an amazing achievement. An amazing achievement, Jim Campbell. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and I think we saw with Newcastle as well. Sometimes, um, particularly in those away games, teams in Europe can play within themselves a little bit. And it's 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 more. It's not even just playing the idea of Ajax, is it? It's just playing without restriction and playing without nerves. And 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 as you say, Brighton built into that and this will be what a brilliant way this is to, to end the group as well what, what you want when you get into Europe mm. particularly if it's a team you know that making their maiden voyage uh, is you want these big names and you want these big nights you mm. want those memories and you want it to be something to build on we'll come on to West Ham in a bit they've, they've done that really well they've, they've, they, you know, they're regularly in Europe now and that's part of the fuel for it and Brighton mm. have, have played this perfectly really well, we wish Brighton all, all the best and do we wish them all the best for Sunday because they head to Arsenal nah fuck them João <laughs> <laughs> um, Pedro I mean Talking about you know a player that could possibly hurt Arsenal, João Pedro, along with um, He Chan at Wolves, has probably been one of the more underrated performers yeah. in the Premier League this he's, season. He's, he's really sort of quietly gone about racking up the goals, and I think he's got eleven for the season now. A lot of those in the Europa League are penalties, but you know, um, João Pedro, yeah. <laughs> isn't it? Pal yeah. Pedro, yeah. Pal Pedro, I like yeah. it. Yeah. So they don't count is what you're saying. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. Okay, all right. Well, let's so, hope... Actually, what a bad season he's having. Let's yeah. hope they get a controversial penalty Fraud. against Arsenal because it will piss off Arteta and it will get Joao Pedro's goals up. Yeah, I would bloody love to be here, sat opposite Jim on Monday yeah. and Brighton have beaten Arsenal 3-0 and it's been three Joao Pedro penalties. <laughs> that's what I'd like to happen. <laughs> do, you think we'd, do you think we'd be able to spend much time in the game after Liverpool 8 United? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. No. Oh, yeah. See, you're joining in now. Yeah, it's, basically become, it's, basically, be it's basically become a lobbying... The WhatsApp group's become a lobbying... Um, area for Vish to not talk about Man United. <laughs> I said on, I said yesterday, oh, let's not do Man United on Friday because we'd probably do it on Monday. And he was mm. straight away, yeah, let's yeah. not do it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I'll worry about Monday we've, later. We've spoken about them a lot lately, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah there's a uh, reason oh, for that. Um, um, little mention for Simon Adingra as well. He's having mm, an absolutely yeah. brilliant season. Yes, just yeah. again, so much fun. Brighton don't just unearth like good players; mm. they unearth fun players. Do you know what I like what they've done as well is that um, they're getting big performances out of Billy Gilmore because obviously mm. he was at Chelsea. And he was brilliant last night. Well, 100% yeah, he looks like success rate. home, doesn't he? Yeah, 100% success rate in his past, I think 60 out of 60. That's um, amazing. Which is Harry Winks at Leicester-esque, <laughs> I would say. Yeah, but, it's at a higher level as well. Yeah, but I think, you know, he obviously was at Chelsea, played a little bit and it was like, oh, he's a really good player. We'll play him. Why, well, no. 
Mm. Yeah. Chelsea, we're able to do that. So, um, and then he around the house. Was he, was he in Norwich? Was he wherever he was? It, it didn't. He, quite he was stick. at Norwich. It didn't go very well at all. Yeah, yeah but I mean, yeah. that's yeah. That I probably um, was the wider context. Obviously, had that great game against England at the Euros and so on. And as you say, Jim, now it looks like he's got a home. He's playing, and it's, and it's great to see. I don't want to be. Uh, I don't want to upset anyone. But Opta is saying he had a ninety-seven percent pass success, not a hundred. Well, well who are you going to believe? I believe you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I think right. we've had enough of experts. I think we have. Yeah. I don't think we need any of that nonsense. I think we're best off out of Opta. Yeah, yeah I, I agree too. I, I, indeed. Um, People West, have spoken. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, West Ham 7, Freiburg nil. <laughs> <laughs> Great result for the Hammers. Yeah. Great yeah. result for them. Are you saying I'm a liar? <laughs> Oh, I, I had a different one. I have, I have it written in in UK law that West Ham won that game 7-0. <laughs> <laughs> they won 2-0, of course. Sorry about the bollocks, everybody. Uh, they avoided a playoff uh, because they topped their group as well. Important to do is say you get you don't want that nasty, horrible little playoff. He, no. Boys was fuming about the idea of even fucking thinking about yeah. it. Brilliant yeah. just for this season oh. as well. Yeah. But before completely revamping the Europa League. Why? What's yeah. the fucking yeah. point? Yeah. I know. They, yeah, it's... It, it's <laughs> They're just fucking with us. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. It is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, West Ham, though, they looked in control throughout the game. They were they were a good value for the win. And as you say, Moyes delighted to avoid uh, that muggy little playoff saying we're really uh, we're going into a really busy period and our culture means we play a lot of games at Christmas. But it's I mean yeah okay. Uh, but it seems that they are squeezing in other games where they can, which seems a bit ridiculous to be honest. Oh, I think you know it's always dangerous and dangerous ground to be saying this, but I, I kind of agree with him. Well, you should agree with him because he's he's one of the one of the three. European managers who holds one of the belts. He is absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, the only thing I would say uh, to those comments from David Moyes, other than that, is just that they're completely wrong mm. because the playoff hasn't actually happened till February, mm. which by anyone's measure, well, you get the, isn't Christmas. You get the picture. That, that, if you're doing uh, Christmas you... in February, you're not in England. <laughs> Fine, you're not following the calendar correctly. No, but uh, but you know what it means though that there's, there's a busy time and off the back of that and through the winter and you know they just don't want to play it. Damn it all. No, I, that, although that, I mean you do have it as I say that in January you have that sort of staggered fixture system. They don't want to play extra games. No. And I understand why. It's crazy how many games they play already. Well, also you've 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 got more chance of winning the competition if you face fewer teams good point quite simply yeah quite simply you can't argue with that and they want that Europa League they do and they, 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 they they've got I'd it, love yeah. them to go through the whole thing all the way to Champions League oh imagine. I said this and it was ridiculed I yeah. did say next season they might win the Champions League yeah that's um, very different yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because well, yeah. that, that is nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But oh, it is possible, is it not, Vish? Vish doesn't give a shit about the Champions League anymore. Vish, answer this, yes or no? Is it, it, <laughs> is it possible? Never heard of is it. it within the realms of possibility that West Ham could win the Champions League next year? No. Okay, fine. <laughs> Get out the house, you're a liar. Um, uh, Freiburg fans seem to be having a nice time, though. Started singing Last Christmas in the crowd, but that so doesn't wholesome. knock everybody out. That's doesn't not Whamageddon. No, it it's not Whamageddon. It's not the recording. No, it doesn't count. No, it doesn't count at all. It's like trying to sing into Shazam. Doesn't work. You get you can't you, you can't lose the game just by hearing someone say Last Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it that's depends how many of them. Yeah, yeah. if it's over five thousand people who are singing it, I think that's fair. The, un, the undercurrent five thousand probably not. The undercurrent of all this is like every single time like a British football fan has any kind of exposure at all to a German yeah. element of fan culture, they're always like begrudgingly, "Oh, it's really good, isn't it?" Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. having a really good time. How do they know they our language? Yeah, they know our language. <laughs> they don't get ripped off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it seems like a nice day out for right. everyone. Let's learn German and give it back to. Uh, no, nah, I can't be fucked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they understand us anyway. You're shit and you know you are. Yeah, um, yeah West Ham will host Wolves this weekend. And how's Gary O'Neill going to steal the thunder? That's what we want to know. Yeah. Hopefully, just by winning the game. For, for those who, who, who are partial to a bit of uh, Gary O'Neill's Wolves. Yeah, I think we all are, aren't we? This He's season. the alpha. He's the alpha of the pack, isn't he, at the moment? Would you say? I would say. I mean, he has to be. He's the manager. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, to be... He does have like a woodland type quality to him, doesn't he? I think he? so, like yeah. yeah. He's like not he was intimidate... raised by wolves. He's not an intimidate. Well, Portsmouth. He's yeah. not an intimidating man. <laughs> he's, he's not actually from Portsmouth. He's from South London, but he came to Portsmouth very early. Right. Um, and he learned how to fight in Portsmouth. Oh, big time. Yeah. <laughs> that, that suggests some sort of like, medieval so proud of banishment. Yeah yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know how I know he learned how to fight in Portsmouth? Because he's still alive. Yeah. Because he's still alive and kicking. Yeah, he is. He has got a woodland quality to him, and in many, and he's almost a bit like a a scraggier Santi Cazorla in that way. Yeah. Cazorla looks yeah. like yeah. a Neil. Yeah, because Cazorla looks like a woodland creature, but quite a fluffy, nice one. Yeah, yeah. Like he, a he, he, yeah. He, Gary O'Neill will steal all your acorns. Oh, I yeah. see what you mean. Cazorla's yeah. got a bit of like fantasy magic about him, doesn't definitely. he? Definitely. He's a bit elfish as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, O'Neill's not elfish, is he? No, Gary O'Neill's like a like if he ran over a fawn. 
<laughs> yeah. That's what he looks like. Yeah. Jorginho yeah. is, of course, the ultimate form. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah Getting on. a little bit sexual now, Jim, isn't it? Close <laughs> <laughs> on the ultimate form. Getting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Aston Villa got a draw. They got a draw and they topped their group as well on their way surely to Europa Conference League glory. I, 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 Are we just mentioning all the all the English teams that win and how they're going to win that competition Yeah. yeah. Well, Fair we enough, th- we like think... What's your problem? We think... Do you not think that... Andy Brassel makes this point in a serious way and people like you don't question it. Well, you yeah. mean the financial... He talks about budgets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, and so it's, it's, a, it's a generally considered thing that actually, if you're an Aston Villa or a West Ham... Maybe not West Ham because Europa League's probably a bit tougher, but if you're Aston Villa and you don't win the, the Conference League... You you fucked it basically. Yeah, yeah. But it, it feels a little bit like if you're trying to if someone asks you to set them up with one of your mates, it's like, oh, he's a brilliant lad. He's brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. And obviously, you just don't see what he's actually like. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about yourself here? A little bit. Yeah, sometimes. A little yeah, bit. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, I th- I think sometimes when I watch Aston Villa play, I think they're the best team in the world. <laughs> They look so yeah. good. But yeah. there, is, there is no, not last no. night. No. I mean, they fielded. I'll be totally honest with you. I didn't watch them last night. No, <laughs> so, yeah, there is something to be said for that because the way they're playing and the certainly the way that they, like you know, the underlying numbers, you know, behind the um, the wins and, and the goals they're getting is a real sense of like they're just they're playing different football. Yeah, they're practicing grinding, aren't they? Yeah, in the uh, yes. conference league. Yeah, yeah, and which they did really well against Arsenal. Yeah, and they're so they're so um, they're so adaptable. As well, yeah, and they and, they, and they, they've got exciting players going forward as well. They can kind of do it all. Anyway, Aston Villa, what a loving! Oh, absolutely, yeah. No, yeah. All, all um, all, all agree. Sorry to Aston Villa fans because they'll almost certainly get beaten by Brentford away um, this weekend. Now we've said that. I don't know that they will though. This is the the sense with them that it feels a bit different. Villa, doesn't it? Like they've got a lot of momentum and they've got a lot of. Um, versatility as you say as well mm. I love the fact that they signed Nicolo Zaniola who scored last night yeah you yeah. can almost forget he's yeah, there yeah I keep forgetting he's yeah. there yeah he scored the winner of course in yeah. the uh, inaugural competition of the Europa Conference League he, smart move from them because when thought, Jose unified the belt that's right amazing yeah. <laughs> he's got in amazing pedigree Zaniola yeah. he's linked with massive massive clubs at one point well he left Rome for Galatasaray yeah he's, he's on loan at Aston Villa but you know if you're in that competition you think we need a man who knows how to win it big time and they've got him in there yeah oh, well, who have they got in the big, in the big chair as well he knows how to win a European competition that's a fact he hasn't it? won this one yet Can't because, it, because it literally didn't exist <laughs> when he was having his amazing time so I'm right <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah, um, <laughs> on behalf of myself and everyone listening sorry about that Marcus <laughs> yeah apologies accepted now we move on uh, to the Premier League uh, of course Spurs versus uh, Nottingham Forest uh, this evening it's Friday night football. I absolutely love. I know, I know that um, when I've got a certain hat on, I talk about how like certain things are, are kind of sacred and we shouldn't be doing this type of thing, and it's annoying having football every night. And then it comes to a Friday, and I've had a long week, and I think, do you know what? Mm. Great. Yeah, I'll, I'll happily watch a Premier League game, and I've got nothing on on Friday night. That's yeah. a fantastic treat. This has huge barn burner quality. It does. It? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I said last week on the mailbag, you know, that I'd like to see much more unified three pm kickoffs across. Um, the so Premier League. you don't want anyone to be able to watch any football ever. Well, is that me, what you were saying? Not quite all of it. Actually, had you have, had you have listened to what I was no, saying, I, 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 won't listen. I, I agree with Jim, and you should. Yeah, ask I, think, the I thought Jim made quite a salient point. Though, okay, well, it's about there your for, opinion. It's there for. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, yeah, that, and that's where we are in this country right now. Um, uh, I, I was saying, of course, that that you should get rid of the blackout and everyone is three pm kickers, and I think that's it. But of course, inevitably, due to Europa League um, um, fixtures and all, you would have some games on a Sunday and whatnot. But Friday nights, you just get the odd Brucey bonus. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Exactly, and, yeah. and that's tonight. So, so you do have that once in a while, and um, and you know it's at the City Ground, the the home form of Forest has has not been too good of late. They started the season sort of fairly well, um, but you, but but barn burner quality, Jim, is something that that we all want to see tonight. Absolutely, yeah. The, there's some, there's a phrase that gets used a lot in in games like this, which is like it's going to be great under the light. It's like yeah, you can see every game of football. It's all under under some sort of light in some <laughs> yeah, way. But yeah. For some reason, yeah, yeah. particular fixtures, it feels like the lights are going to make more of a difference. Yeah. And for some reason, this is one of them. And, and, and also, sorry, Jim, to cut in, I was going to say the Brennan Johnson factor. That's Ooh. exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Right. Okay. I quite like to see him turn full heel. Yes, yeah, because he, he seems won't. like a really lovely young nice man. Boy, yeah. I would like to see a different side to him tonight. Yeah, where no, no. he's just an absolute dick for no I'd like reason. to see him fucking go into the Spurs mm. into this forest penalty area the first Spurs attack and while they're waiting to take a corner or something mm-hmm. rip up the turf yep. and just shove it in his mouth <laughs> and look at the fans behind the goal uh-huh. the forest fans yeah. and just chew on the grass yeah. intensely staring at them yeah. and as the ball comes in wet himself and score Yeah, and, and then, then when he scores run into the crowd point downwards just go down 
Down. Down. That's you. But, but he's also pointing at his wet, his wet pants. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. While kissing the badge with his mouth full of turf. <laughs> why, why, would he, yeah. why would wetting himself make him look... That, that would surely well, like, yeah, undermine he, everything. No, it's like, it's not... Because what he's saying is... I've not only forgotten about you lot, I've uh-huh. gone fucking mad. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. But then they were taking through indifference. And then Forrest will get <laughs> and then Forrest will get relegated and they'll go, at least we ain't got to play against that fucking maniac. Yeah, yeah but, but then but then that will because it, because if he if he's trying to like put across that he's gone mad, then they won't take it as personally when he kisses the badge. So True. I think he would have gone a bit too far if he wet himself. No, yeah. I think it's fine. I think it's I've thought about it and I still no, think I, it's fine. I, I, I think, think what he should do actually is pull a P forty five out of his shorts <laughs> and hand it to Steve Cooper. Out of his that is that is naughty and cold, Jim. I think I think also what I what I would to, to take it to a semi-serious position, if I may, for a second. <laughs> I wasn't that serious. Um, no, uh, I well, who it, took it to that unserious place? I think, in I, the think first place. I think he should shit himself. No, um, <laughs> I I, um, I look at not enough for us, and I see so many players that I enjoy watching play. And although although Spurs have come out of that little funk they're in by by getting a win and a good win as well, it's tempting because. You know, the narrative about Spurs generally has been they're a really good team and they've got this identity and they're going to do great things under Postacoglu. One game of a win after five without a win doesn't make that automatically everything fine yeah. again. And as Jim's already alluded to with this Under the Lights chat, it could be tough for Spurs tonight. And I think if Forrest can really make a go of it and give him, give themselves a famous night, it could very well save Steve Cooper's job because we know Maranakis to be a kind of bit of a mad character who who acts a lot on emotion. He might sit there and go, this is fucking brilliant. I'm going to stick around yeah. for a while. Also, the, the players absolutely love Steve Cooper. They talk about it a lot. We know yeah. that that's legit and, and genuine. And he has been very good, actually, and they've been very good at getting a win in situations like this where they need to relieve a little bit bit of pressure so there's it's probably a bit extreme to say that they thrive on it but they do have experience of it and it makes them a really dangerous probably quite tricky opponent yeah I, well I was going to say similar Jim that this is the this is the time now for these players to really show they're playing for the manager because mm. as you say if you if you like him you know what the owner's like <clears throat> and it's not just because of the owner it's also the the the, the, the the reality of the Premier League, you lose in a handful of games, you look like you're not pulling up any trees um, soon, and they are the tricky trees, lest we forget. Mm. Um, and, you know, managers are fired. I mean, this season's been a bit of a strange one. Because uh, we... we haven't had as many. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, having said that, though, I'm sure people will say, well, actually, two seasons ago, well, this, you know, but, but we used to manage aerial sackings in the Premier League. As see long that. Yeah. Undermining things our listeners might say. Yeah, exactly. You can't <laughs> say that. Really 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 Stave yeah. them off before they turn up, Jim. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, I think we, but, but Spurs are favourites I mean that's of course let's not be silly here, you know um, interestingly though after 16 matches Spurs have exactly the same points total and even goals scored slash conceded as they did last season under Antonio Conte hmm. so I mean, maybe it's not that good Jim 16 matches is um, is quite a small sample size I think to, it's a reasonable sample no it's a reasonable a sample rain, though, Jim it? I've been a big supporter of you over the years but I agree with Marcus surely that's a reasonable <laughs> sample isn't it I well, think, I, I think so. If, 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 if they'd have lost all sixteen, well, come on, it's early days, <laughs> of, of course. But I think um, the the implication of the comparison there is is about the t- not the seasons, but the the respective reigns of Conte and Postecoglou, mm. and it implies that we can expect more of the same sort of chaos under Postecoglou that we 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 saw under Conte. And I don't think that's likely to be the case. I think the injuries Spurs have had have been obviously a massive contributing factor to their poor run of results lately, mm. and also the the kind of there was a definite new manager bounce element to their, their run at the start so I still I still don't really know who they are under post it's also the type of football yeah you don't it? know who they are I know who they are Jim do you want me to tell you mm-hmm. um, they are Ange's brave boys yeah. who despite everything that happens and all the kind of bad fortune that comes their way they will have a go sometimes get one point in five games it's who we are mate it's right. who we are mate I know yeah he's can't resist it can he can't have we got any Arsenal coming up in the second half how many manager of the month? So that's why he's having Mikel, a As Mikel Arteta won this I season. Don't, I don't know, actually. <laughs> right, okay. Do you imagine the celebration he'd get if he, if he, won, if he won the manager of the month award? <laughs> Fucking stave Gary Cottrell's head in with it. Hopefully. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Dear, yeah, dear, Hopefully. Dear. Fucking windmilling into Jeff Shrees with uh, fucking two manager of One manager of the month award in one now, one on the other round, the third one down his pants. Yeah, Shreves is. And not... one just outside the technical area for Richard Keys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. <laughs> It'd be oh, like an man. NME Brattle with the middle finger up to Richard Keys. It could be the Serge Aurier derby tonight. He might be back after missing the last. I think he's injured. With a calf he? problem. Well, there's a chance he might be back. Okay, it would be good right. to see him, wouldn't it? Well, I mean, speaking of it, it would be good to see him because again, he is someone who's got a bit of an X factor about him. 
Um, but if you're talking about injured Forest players coming back, the player they need back is, of course, Awanee. Yeah. And that's been a big fa- factor for them. He started the season well. He was scoring goals. He got injured. They'd be a massive player for them. Yeah. And and yeah. It, and it's not always just down to, to one player, of course. But, I mean, in the Premier League, you know, it's important, obviously, to have someone who can not guarantee you goals, but can finish chances. Yeah. And Forest, you know... Off the top of my head, what they what they lost one of the go in that run they're in at the moment. One of them they lost three two, so they scored goals there. They drew one all with Wolves, didn't they? They got hammered by Fulham. They didn't score at all. So yeah, know, they've that, lost a, they lost a couple three two. They lost right, to okay. West Ham and Brighton three two. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Everyone's getting hammered by Fulham lately, aren't they? Big they time. Are. Even Liverpool. Just they won that game. game. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, before the break, everybody, a reminder that uh, the Ramble Mailbag has gone weekly. So we're bringing you a brand new Ramble Mailbag show every single Saturday. Uh, so do join us tomorrow. It promises to be a blooming cracker. Yeah, this week we're going to do um, aspects of old school football that have been overly romanticised. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to do um, players that we wish we'd see in the flesh or had signed for the clubs that we support and one or two other things as well. Should be fun. Should be a lovely old time. Right, let's have a quick break. <laughs> I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If I had an extra hour in the day, I might catch up on the latest football news, take a lovely walk with my dog Sammy, or maybe interview someone using an orange peel and a broken iPhone. You know, normal journalism stuff. But it's not always easy to prioritise our time, and that's where therapy can be an extra helping hand. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Ramble. Um, human beings sometimes need to get punished. Welcome back to the football <laughs> ramble, everybody. <laughs> it's just, could I just say, at the risk of sounding xenophobic, that's funnier because it's a German definitely, accent in English. Definitely. It's something about the German accent that makes it funny. Something very, very naughty and sexy. Big also, time. just imagining his eyes and like mouth when he yeah. says, I oh, probably shouldn't have gone into that much detail, <laughs> but his face, essentially. That says to me, that the way he said that, that says to me, I grew up in a country where they have porn on telly during the day. <laughs> <laughs> 
during the day. They do. In some parts of continental Europe, you get like soft porn on TV during the day. Or you used to. You used to. Watching it while eating your grapefruit and your breakfast. Yeah. Is that why Pete goes on holiday all the time? That's why Pete has a fire stick. It's obviously complete bullshit, but there was an element, wasn't there, when we were growing up, of our generation where you'd think that like Germans were all a little bit like, they loved it. They'd walk around their house naked. I still think that. A lot of rubber, a lot of latex. Yeah, that kind of thing. They love it, Jim, don't they? That lot over there, they love it. I, lo- I love, I love the Germans. I think they're like a better version of British people. You, you love them. They love them. Yeah, it's a lot of love. It. They love it exactly. Yeah. It's a lot of love. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, uh, Liverpool versus Manchester United. A lot of love uh, oh, between that's these two. Laughing, yeah. it? <laughs> just that one sentence. Uh, you were lulled into a full sense of security. I was. Yeah. Can we half, talk? I never thought I'd say this. Can we hear more from Luke? <laughs> <laughs> Sunday at four thirty p.m. Now, are you pleased that? You can have a good weekend. <laughs> oh, we can, can look forward to or, it. Or is it worse that there's a big old run up to it? Would you prefer um, it in the early morning, early oh, Saturday? You prefer it tonight, get it done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. While, it, while, some, while, people, while like, most people are out, you know, just, just yeah. get it done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, 12.30. Um, yeah, this, this, it's, it's just the idea that it's just there waiting for you. Yeah. yeah. It's basically the Monday feeling, but on a Sunday afternoon, <laughs> isn't it? And also, given that Liverpool basically phoned it in last night yeah. because of this, they're all, they're all going... Because, and, and one of you guys mentioned this thing earlier in the week, it might have been on the Wednesday show, it could have been on Monday, where, or, or maybe even last week, doesn't matter, where you talk about how when May and I just go to this place where they're embarrassing themselves, yeah. they somehow, I think it was you who said it, oh, they'll probably get a, a sneaky win against Bayern Munich yes, or something. That's right. They'll find it and they'll do a 1 0 or they'll get a creditable 1 0 draw. Yeah. And I thought, oh, maybe they'll do this here at Anfield. Then I looked about what happened last season. Yeah, yeah. you're like, no, probably not. Probably but, 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 missing Bruno Fernandes as well. Not that he was much help last season, but yeah. uh, they've got a lot of players out. There is massive potential for this to be awful. And we, we obviously spoke about Man United's um, trials and tribulations a lot on Wednesday. Um, but we, there was so much to talk about, we didn't get to talk about that absolutely horrendous rondo they did that went viral. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's seen it. It's I've seen it. Attempting a rondo. Well, Jim, someone tweeted and said, um, this looks like the football rabble doing a rondo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah. Offensive. I think four passes was the most put together in that clip. Yeah. Because normally when you see... astonishing. Normally when you see like top teams doing it, it's, it's like a game of pinball it's a blur it's, yeah. Yeah. It's like the, the one the clip of England from the last international yeah. break yeah. with uh, Rico Lewis and Cole Palmer yeah. But yeah. This, this one is being um, <laughs> administered by Steve McLaren and, and he's obviously an excellent coach he's got a great mm. reputation as a coach but you could see in the background he was shouting and getting a bit he was basically tearing his hair island out he was yeah. fuming <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. about how bad it was why did he have a brolly up because <laughs> yeah. it wasn't even raining <laughs> uh, but yeah so Manchester but, but is it, but is, it, is, it, is that carefully edited is it like one of those things where they did two or possibly, three and it fucked possibly. it and, and people that's what people well actually what, wasn't it from the club's channel no it's Randy Mitten who does a lot of Man United stuff right. so actually, it probably wasn't carefully edited actually because he wouldn't, he wouldn't do that it doesn't matter it, the fact is that happened we saw it and we're going to run with I it I was there yes I saw it <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think of this Fish uh, reports have emerged that Sir Jim Ratcliffe has met with Graham Potter, who apparently would be his preferred replacement should he sack Eric Ten Hag. So as it kind of fits with what Ineos have done, um, particularly in cycling, in that they try and make... Um, what, hire Graham Potter? Well, they try, <laughs> they, well they try, try and make... Uh, um, like uh, they try and basically recruit people that they see fits in with their their general vibe of like looking for marginal gains and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And they probably see that with Potter because he'll be not as expensive as, as going and getting, say, like, you know, say, for example, buying out De Zerbi from Brighton or whatever yeah. whatever they choose to do. Um, I, I'm kind of numb to it a bit because it's it's quite, we, you know, we spoke about it a bit on um, on Wednesday, but like with this, you know, with, with uh, that takeover being kicked down the uh, road a bit, it kind of, you know, the vacuum above Ten Hag continues on. Definitely. And it's unlikely that he's going to be mm. sacked after this. But when they come in, they, you know, they might do the thing of like, right, we're, we're in, we're cleaning house, he's going, he's going, and mm. Ten Hag will be one of those. Um, yeah, Potter's a funny one. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised he's been out of management for so long. But then saying that, he did um, specifically say that after the Chelsea job, he wanted to like take stock of everything yeah. Yeah. and choose his next move wisely, which makes me think he might say no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, is a, it is a strange choice if the reports are true, and it does kind of suggest a little bit more of the same kind of chaos because it seems it doesn't seem like a good fit at all, does it? Especially after... What happened to Chelsea? Well, and I know the situations aren't exactly comparable, but it is a big club in an amount of chaos. 
But tell, tell me a manager who would fit. You know? Well, I was yeah, say, that's it. It's, yeah. it's funny because in, in this country, Alex Ferguson. yeah, well, <laughs> in this, but in this country, we would say, well, that's that's ridiculous, you know, because England doesn't produce any really top level managers. I know Eddie Howe's done very very well, and having yeah. a dig at Southgate, isn't he? yeah. At club level, yeah, um, I should yeah. say, uh, international level, it's all there to see. Um, no, so so, so it has this obvious one. There's, there's there's one or two others. You know, Gary Neal's doing right, but I mean, you know, in terms of top level, because we take a country like Italy, where they obviously produce a very high level of coaches. The, the thought of somebody going from a, a club of say Brighton size to Chelsea, a club of Chelsea size or Manchester United, it's not that uncommon. No, they they flit around yeah. clubs all the time. Yeah, they do. No, I understand that. Uh, you know, that we always talk about the money in the Premier League and go down to the Championship, and it, you know, it's a it's a very different league to Serie A in a lot of respects. So I get that. I actually don't think it's ridiculous that he's talking to Potter. I understand that Potter didn't do very well at Chelsea, but you know. Pochettino, who's very well respected, is not doing that well at Chelsea at the mm. moment either. Actually, I, I would, I, I just quite like to see what what Potter could do in in different circumstances because he's obviously a good manager. Like, look what he did, you know. Look at his CV. I'm not sure Manchester United is the place though because well, it's such well, a basket. Case. I mean, but but um, I, I do rate Potter as a manager. Yeah. But if you bring him in in the same way that if you bring anyone in, you've got to sort everything around it, haven't you? Well, of course. Like if you're going to have a, you put in a director of football, yeah. you know, maybe a, a technical director who can. Focus a bit more on on like player recruitment and actually do it, it do it properly rather than yeah. just say right here's eighty six million for that lad exactly. you had in the team last time. It just feels like such yeah. a big unwieldy beast that no one singular appointment can yeah. fix in any amount of time. Yeah, like ultimately the the fact that that, that Ratcliffe is talking to Potter, if that's to be believed, is quite an interesting thing. And I think you know, Potter, I echo what you guys have said. There's a he's a good coach and everything. But it's a massive challenge, and ultimately, it can't. No one can be successful there. Whether they're no one can realistically be successful there to a good level that Man United are expected to be successful at as players or managers until the whole thing is sorted out. Yeah, uh, it's like yeah. patch that hole up in the in the roof. That's part of it, isn't it? Maybe Potter's pretty handy with the DIY. Could be. That, but, but would that be part of the job interview? You're walking around the stadium going, yeah. right, so you sign him, he's going, see that hole up there? First? There's a toolbox, what are you doing? Is that I'm Jane Sancho manager, I want control of everything. Throw this pen out the window. Oh, he's done it. Jane Sancho, Jane Sancho walks past with a tool belt on. <laughs> oh, yeah, he'd be for Potter coming in. Anybody in, I but, suppose. But, but seriously, this is the kind of game on Sunday tea time that oh, yeah. someone like me, who has no vested interest in either of the sides, uh, will be so looking forward to because there's a chance it could be an absolute car crash. Yeah. Well, if you look at the way that... Like it was last season. Yeah, if you look at the way Liverpool are playing, mm. um, they are... United won't get near them in midfield. And they're mm. like... They're, that trio they have there um, and, you know, well, I suppose Trent Alexander-Arnold is the one who gets the most play, but someone like um, Sobersler as well, who mm. has... He's not been underrated, actually, because a lot of people have been talking about how well he's doing, but he... This could be a defining moment for early on in his Liverpool career, just like bossing a game like that, where mm. it's not to say that he'll have to do much, you know, much out of the ordinary, but, you know, at home, in front of that crowd, in this kind of game, which still has, you know, the historical relevance, even if United have mm-hmm. really fallen off a cliff, that this could be a, a, a real definer for I him. Mean, and he's, he's yeah. just such a good player to watch. And there you know, strands of Gerrard in there as well. You look at that right flank that Liverpool may line up with. It could be Alexander-Arnold, Sabozla and Salah yeah. against uh, a kind of historically out of form Marcus Rashford. who will mm. play off the left, maybe. Um, Diogo Dallo at left back who is, you know, I think is capable, but doesn't show it very often. And then Amrabat on the left of midfield. Yeah. That's a mismatch. Mm. That's a I mean, But, but, there, but there, are, there are mismatches, there are mismatches over the, all over the field. That's the T-Rex getting out of the fucking unelectrified fence in the paddock in Jurassic Park. So are United the, um, the guy who sat on the toilet? Absolutely 100%. Yeah. Gennaro, the lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> How do you remember that? That's his name. He, and they are going to munch him. Yeah. He's going to get munched. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be fighting this Liverpool if, if it goes the way if it, if it starts to go because from memory the 7-0 last season you know, I don't think Liverpool scored their first goal till just before half time mm. yeah Gakpo yeah and then yeah. they and then they blitzed them in the second half and they scored they scored late in the first half and then early in the second and may yeah. not look worse now than they were then yeah definitely United were in a decent run then I, I think with the with the um, suspension of Bruno Fernandes um, we're going to be in a situation where mm. Manchester United are just not going to go toe-to-toe with him. I think we saw a little blueprint for that in the first half of the Bayern game, but it basically just means they're just not going to do anything going forward. Yeah, I, th- I think the injury to Maguire meant that Manchester United are definitely not going to get anything out of this. There's a weird sense with this where... <laughs> if, you, if, what a take. Yeah. Hmm? There's a good take. 
Yeah. Like, there's a sense though that if if Man United lose this, say four nil. That it's that it's Jim, not that Jim, bad. Jim, 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 I would, you know I mean? I would, Jim, I would offer I would, it to him. I would take yeah. two nil. Yeah. No, fuck off. No, 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 no. Two. I will, you're, no, not, no. you're not having you two. Nil. I can can't have. I yeah. will take two nil. No, that's poor. Please. Would you take three nil now? Three nil and a count on two of the goals in the last five you minutes. Got to, you should take three. It depends nil. how I'm feeling. If I was advising you, which I am, you should take three. No, I'm gonna settle for two. That's my final offer. Two nil. No, it's a plea deal. You should settle for three. I appreciate four. I didn't do it. I'm it's two nil. All right. Listen, if it goes the way we think it may go, there are Liverpool players on Sunday tea time who are going to be picking Man United out of their teeth. Is it? Is it? Jim? People, people are putting bets. Generally, people are putting bets on eight 0 Right, love yeah. that, love that. Yeah. Jim, who's currently top of the Premier League? It is Liverpool. Isn't it, it is Liverpool. Not that many people, I don't think, have been talking about them in terms of the title. No. Is it because I bet Liverpool fans will be very understanding about that? They're though. very understanding. Yeah, they won't yeah. mind, they? I don't think that's true. Uh, well, okay, why is that then? Because, You've been listening because, to because Liverpool people, media. <laughs> because people have been talking about them for the title. I think, though, that there's been... I think it's just that they haven't been top until last week. Yeah, no, obviously being top, I mean, they've, they've still been in it. I, I suspect that, that, well, my sense that maybe people haven't been talking them uh, for the title as much is because they still remember last season. They, they, I think still people still compare them to the to the... You know those glory, yeah, the title-winning team and the Champions League-winning side. You know that mm. bulletproof Liverpool side. It was utterly incredible, one of the best we've ever seen. Yeah, and um, and so and and also earlier in the campaign, you know, Liverpool there was a sort of a, a few sort of fortuitous wins, I suppose. Even though now that they're they're, they're they're up and running, so I yeah I I mean they've won eighteen points from losing positions this season. I saw yeah. that. It's a mad fact. Which is which is incredible. The which is almost is, half their points. Yeah, but I exactly. But I think though that and of course they won those points and it shows character and it shows all that. But but I think maybe subconsciously or something that people think yeah but they were but they we've seen them go behind it's, a lot yeah, exactly. if you see what I mean yeah that's definitely a factor yeah I think that's definitely part of it I, I kind of agree I think you've both got a point really I, 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 sometimes like the, the, the Premier League and, the, and all the media that surrounds it certain things get embedded in the peop, in the public's consciousness about little stories like Aston Villa would be one for example mm. the Everton points deduction has taken a lot of um, a lot of heat. As well, uh, Man City dropping off and having a quite poor run of form, yeah. cons- which which is coincidentally coincidentally happened at the same time. Liverpool have really started yeah. to hit their straps. All that type of stuff does factor into it. Um, I also think there's an element of chaos about this season, informed by the amount of players that are injured because there's so much football happening. Mm. So you know, if you look at um, you mentioned like May United might have a lot of players out. Um, I think they're going to have possibly eleven players out for injury. Uh, right, thirteen at the time of recording. Yeah, I think so. Ten Hag's about to give an update. In, but one, uh, of the, but the one of those is Fernandez, who's suspended, not injured. Yeah, right. right. So thirteen so unavailable yeah, players. Okay. Yeah, okay. And then, but even even Liverpool have got like you know six players mm. who uh, Matt just got it here: Joel Matip, Thiago, Andy Robertson, Diogo Jota, Bashatich is an exciting young midfield player, and McAllister. They bought for a lot mm. of money. Doesn't really register. Like mm. six. I, mean, I remember five years ago, if a if a team was going to a game this big and had mm. six players and five of which were key players out for injury that would be a story it's five, not anymore five of those players who could walk into the opposition team yeah, yeah. Well, that, well, let's not get down that road I mean you would be here all day no no but, but I mean those are the people like out in, we'll, we'll take them now Joe Matt has only got one left. I will take him uh, yeah. <laughs> well speaking of injuries gentlemen, we've got to move on to Newcastle United versus Fulham on yeah the, another on the team who've got massive injuries yeah. and, and suffered yet more injuries in that uh, defeat against uh, Milan with Anthony Gordon coming off and, and Kieran Trippier the Trippier Although, one was a kindness yeah Although, I mean, Trippier, was he suspended anyway? Mm-hmm. Um, he certainly won't be playing against Fulham. Um, so, yeah, Eddie Howe said Gordon had, you know, previously sort of been aware of his hamstring, you know, not being quite Who right. Who was aware so. of his hamstring? Anthony Gordon. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Right. Um, and, of course, you know, this is bad news for Newcastle because Fulham are, are pulling up into town, having a lovely old time. Consecutive 5-0 wins against West Ham Forest. Currently the team to beat in England. So, 16 goals in four games, Mark. Jim. Mm. The Godzilla of the Premier League. Yeah, I'd say so. They are the Godzilla uh, of the Premier League. I reluctantly agree with you. <laughs> so, um, what do you think, Jimmy? I mean, Newcastle, uh, you know, on paper, uh, with everybody fit, um, uh, you know, the, the better side and statistically, you know, higher in the league and so on. Mm. But with that Fulham form that you can't deny and those Newcastle injuries, I'm thinking 3-zip Fulham. 3-zip. We're going to come on to what I think about this. So now we should take a three preview. preview <laughs> I think Fulham will, will get a point here because Newcastle, they look obviously pretty fatigued. They've played a lot of football. They've got the injuries that you've, you've spoken about, but they do still have um, um, goals in them. 
and mm-hmm. Callum Wilson's back now, isn't he? And obviously he's he's a threat. I think this is going to be tough because it's a really, really tough place to go, isn't it? We've seen they've made it horrible. They've made it this absolute mm-hmm. fortress of bastards and teams <laughs> wilt there a little bit. So I, I think that those two factors mm-hmm. will combine for a draw. I, I, would also, I would also add, and regardless of what Marcus says, you know, Fulham have had no real showpiece results away from home this season. The only exception would possibly are the opening day where they beat Everton. A draw at Arsenal wasn't bad. Yeah. Okay, that's two. But generally speaking, they do all their good work at home, don't they? Well, now's a chance. Exactly. Now is a chance. You see? Every, listen, every game is it, a new chance exactly. to make a name for yourself. Damn right it but, is. It's lovely to see Raul Jimenez back amongst the goals. Oh, Obviously, yeah. we've all been hoping that would happen. Mm-hmm. And also Tom Kearney back, well, back waving his wand of a... Oh, yeah. left foot. We, yeah. we, we, controlling glorious, the play. we could talk about Tom Kearney. It should be a Patreon special. Marcus talks about Tom Kearney for <laughs> half an hour every week. He'd never run out of things to it say. No. Well, have you ever met him? Never met him. Be an 18 certificate, but he'd never run out of things to say. It'd mostly be him going, well, Tom Kearney. It'd be, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, it'd be fan fiction. Yeah. Oh, come on. It would be fan fiction. He, honestly, that left foot is, is one of the best in the yeah, You don't want to know where it's going in Marcus' like fan fiction, that left foot, I tell you. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, it is. You yeah, should hear it. I just yeah. think some left feet should be punished. <laughs> um, but Fulham are up to 10th. They are in the top Sorry, half. Germans, if you listen. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sorry. They don't, they don't deserve an apology. Yeah, why? Because they? they just don't. They can, they can look after themselves. <laughs> you were praising them like I love them. minutes ago. I love them, but it's so us. confusing. Yeah. They love us. They love us. We love them, really. Yeah. And they don't need our sympathy, Fish. They're doing fine without us. Really are. You, you're gearing up for next summer, aren't you? You're looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, there'll be a lot of love. First game against Scotland. There we are. Uh, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but Fulham, yeah, they're 10th. They lead the West London pack in the Premier League, of course. Yeah. Fulham 10th, Brentford 11th, Chelsea at 12th. Um, so there we are. Um, I mean, it's hard to think of a section of people in the world that would care about that. Yeah. <laughs> Even people in West London don't yeah. care about that. I tell you who cares about it the most is Brentford. Yeah, probably. But yeah, most definitely. people in West London don't care about football anyway. That's not true. It's, it is true, it's isn't got it? four teams in West London. West London's the worst part of London, isn't it? I grew yeah, up in West London. I know you did. That's why, why I'm did looking you look at you? Looking directly at you. Not a chance. It is, Jim. Yeah, I'm because what? For, this is quite London. I think we all. I think we all agree. Clapham is the worst part of London. Well, or, what, well I would argue. Oh, that, lads, this, we are isolated. You're talking about sorry to German listeners. Sorry to everybody. No, Marcus doesn't like it when you talk about local. Do you know? Who, do you know what's also terrible? Women. <laughs> no. <laughs> right. Fish. Let's go on the social media. Well, I, all I think, and then this is super localised chat, yeah. and Marcus, just forgive me for one second. There's a lot of chat about how North or South London's better. Which one's better? Nike did a big thing, didn't they, where they did yeah. North London yeah, teams. It's, all, it's all a bit silly. It is because the worst part of London is West London. And it's, North it, and yeah. South should get together because West London are a real enemy. The no, way yeah, I see it's it, all very silly. all of South is Croydon, West not interested, yeah. East good, North best. Nah. Yeah. Jim's wrong on that, I think. Of course he is. I think people should get involved. If they know anything about London, they'll listen to this show. If I can make your feelings known. I just apologise to everybody there. But you live in West London. You live, you're from I live in West South London. West London, if we're going to be specific. Yeah. But you, you guys have got sympathy so for that part of it. Hmm? No. <laughs> West Croydon. Norwood. West Norwood. Look, 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 all I know is that Londoners geography is bloody awful, and Jim is very much uh, displaying <laughs> that right now. <laughs> Um, what's more north, Jim? Croydon or Bournemouth? You see, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. He <laughs> doesn't know. <laughs> Does not Don't know. let him answer no. just embarrassed He doesn't himself. know. I think we've heard enough from Jim. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of uh, teams in West London, uh, did you see uh, that the Premier League clubs this week voted to restrict the immortalisation of player contracts? Now, this I say West London because Chelsea have been doing that quite a lot famously or infamously, whatever you want to word it. Um, um, so, so Todd Bowley uh, will have to have a rethink. Although... Chelsea did vote to stop this, That's didn't hilarious. they? Proper drawbridge. Rate right that. Yeah. Right that. So, so funny. I mean, because... We've got know, what we came for. Thanks very much. Because the UEFA rule changed anyway, they had no choice but to if they you know, want to compete yeah. in European competition again at some point, which, you know, maybe they don't. Based yeah. on how that's <laughs> playing, so but... It might not be their choice. <laughs> I should explain. So what that means is, so when Chelsea was signing players to get around FFP, they would sign them over, you know, an eight-year contract or something yeah. like that, and obviously spread the payments over over that amount of time. Now there would be clauses in the contract players could get out of it, and so on. Um, so any transfer fee now can be spread over a maximum of five years. That's five years, not one hour. That's five years. The contract can be as long as they want, can't it? But the, the yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, sorry, the transfer yeah. fee. Yes, yes, yes. We should say. So some clubs reportedly voted to backdate the punishment to start to the start of the year, which would have increased Chelsea's 
uh, amortization charge on 11 summer signings from 24 million to 84 million. Which has a big <laughs> impact on financial fair play and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and that would have, I mean, they would have been in Everton territory there. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's. But that's not happening. No, it would have it would have been deeply unfair because Chelsea played within the rules at the time that the rules existed. In that yeah. Way. yeah, I do think it's hilarious that a, a number of clubs are like, "No, nah, fuck that, though." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But this, yeah. I mean, as, as you said at the top of this, like, it's, it's basically it looks like even though there's some the devil in the detail, as Jim said, it looks like Chelsea have gone right. Cheers very much. Yeah, thank you. Don't worry about that. We're, yeah. we won't do that again. I mean, Fine, to be honest but... with you, with and I think FFP is probably a good thing, but you could argue that with FFP, those who'd already done all that. Got you know, got ahead. They bring in FFP, well, yeah. and then it locks it in. We are starting to see absolutely, yeah. We are starting to see now um, it becoming a bit more of a factor in terms of mm. of teams who are near the limit of it and maybe um, can't spend as as recklessly as they once did in in various windows. And this is kind of what we wanted, right? So yeah, well, Jim, and if they do spend recklessly and they and they break the rules, then some teams will be punished. punished absolutely. Well, now listen, the Betfair will be absolutely delighted. That it's now time for their Rambalaka. Um, if you're looking to get involved in all the festive football action, then look no further than this because Betfair have made it faster and easier to build your ACA this football season. And you can celebrate this weekend with a completely free ACA or bet builder on the football. Today and every Friday, we'll be building an ACA of our four match odds 90 bets from across the Premier League. Um, usual story, Marcus, as ever, you're the brave boy up first. Um, what have you gone for? Um, Aston Villa to beat Brentford. It's away from home, but and I know they're off the back of the Europa League, but I think Villa are a fairly safe bet these days. Mm. So I thought, you know what, I'll treat myself to a bit Should of Aston, away Villa, Aston Villa. Yeah. Very nice. Um, Jim, I think we know what you've chosen because you mentioned it earlier, but did you just want to remind us for the, for the sake of a feature? Yes, I've gone for Fulham to draw against Newcastle at St. James's Park. Big shout. Um, Vish, you were offered the chance to cover the Manchester United game. You refused to do so. Would you tell us the game you have decided to cover? I have decided to cover um, Burnley Everton, the return of Dyche to uh, mm. Turf Moor. And I think he's going to walk away with three points. Yeah. Four wins on the bounce for Everton. You, you like voting for Everton these days. Yeah. Voting for Everton, as in picking Everton with this. Uh, right. Okay. With, uh, Nottingham Forest, I think you picked them to be Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. So so they've served well. me well. They have served you well. I Here's bought a new team. <laughs> <laughs> Here's, hoping, here's hoping that they uh, did the business for you as well. Now, I have stepped up and gone, for, I've stuck my neck out here. I think there's an outside chance that Liverpool might beat Man United there at Anfield on, on yeah. Sunday. Mm. So uh, in summary, Villa to beat Brentford at um, Brentford, Fulham to get a draw up at Newcastle, Everton to beat Burnley and Liverpool to beat Manchester United. A £10 bet with Betfair on that returns £150. And if we win, all that money will go to Prostate Cancer UK. Plus for every stoppage time goal in the Premier League this weekend, Betfair are donating £10 to the same charity. We have already raised £400 this season alone from that. Um, excellent cause and a good amount of money so far with plenty more to go. Remember with Betfair this season, when you place a bet on their match odds 90 markets, your winning bet is paid out in full at 90 minutes. Any bets that are winning at 90 minutes but are then undone by some stoppage time drama will not be affected and that's the same for our Rambalaka as well. Opt-in required and previous deposit required. Max free bet varies from £1 to £10 per customer. Minimum odds of 1.5 on minimum one leg. T's and C's apply. 18 plus. BeGambleAware.org And now, it's time for this. Dean Smith also says you're an encyclopedia of football. A what? An encyclopedia of football. I don't know what that means. What that means is it's time for Jack's Encyclopedia. Uh, we have an update from Jimmy to the B. Nice. Vish, you are still lineal champion. Yay. Luke, you're bottom of the table. So <laughs> well, it's, surprise. Uh, That's a surprise. You yeah. have won this game a few times before. I don't need your charity. You're That's talking yourself down. It's a tactic. I, I, could, I could take the title from Vish today, though, right? <clears throat> I could it's actually possible. take the title. Well, he's the lineal yeah. champ, so absolutely. Yeah, mm. that'd, be, that'd be fucking amazing. So if you've not listened <laughs> to this brilliant game before, it is essentially a simple game of categories. If one of these mugs goes too slowly, I will play Gary Neville's orgasm, which leaves them seven seconds to answer. Marcus took the title with a landslide 2-0-0 victory last week, so let's see if anyone can be better than that. First category... You guys are ready? Ready. Managers that have managed over 300 Premier League games. That's 17 managers. So that's managers that have managed over 300 Premier League games. Marcus, as you not won currently last week. Like in the history of just, the league. Just in the history of the league. Okay. So, um, Marcus, as the as the uh, as the winner from last week, we're gonna gonna put you first. Sir Alex Ferguson. Sir Alex Ferguson oh. is correct. Stick your neck out. <laughs> um. Arsene Wenger. <laughs> also correct. Harry Redknapp. Harry Redknapp is correct. Uh, David Moyes. 
David oh, Moyes good one. is also correct. Mourinho's got to done it. Jose Mourinho. Jose Mourinho <laughs> has indeed done it. Um, get him. Jurgen Klopp. Jurgen Klopp. Nice. Um, I'll have Sam Allardyce. Oh, good. Oh, that's yes, that's you a, will. I think I'm well. going to go for Sean Dyche. Sean yeah. Dyche. Ooh. Mate, I can't believe I had him. I had him yeah, down. that's a surprise. I am surprised Fuck at that. Luke Thanks for jumping out. on that grenade for us. I'm not surprised because it's me. Vitution. <laughs> I don't know why that freaked me out. Alan Kerbishley. Alan Kerbishley is correct. Nice. Well played. Ah, that's put me back on the back first. Um, I'll have Kenny Dalgleish. Kenny Dalgleish, he says. Yeah. Fish, back to you. Ooh. Um. (laughs) These are all noises, and here's another one. It's Torres. Ron Atkinson. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think he got it in. Ron Atkinson is not right. It can't be right. Can't yeah, be right. it's okay. not right, unfortunately. Okay, so one Marcus last you go. Back in. Um, yeah, I should have probably been thinking of one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you got it all that time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, come on. There's some gettable ones here. Hit fucking Gary Nordicrant. It's Alan Pardew. Come Alan on, Pardew. Come on, Pardew. Did it dance? Did it dance? I haven't won it yet. <laughs> Neither did he, I suppose. That's yeah. the point. <laughs> if I do the dance, he'll win it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so Alan Pardew with 320 games there. So, Fish, over to you, sir. G. Um, <laughs> Interesting. Ooh. Oh, this. Mm. Mm. Steve Bruce. Oh. Steve Bruce. Roy Hodgson. Oh, nice. Oh. Nice. Very nicely done. Uh, who else is Throwing old? the pressure right back on you there. Who is an old man? Um, <laughs> You've got five men left. This is a really good round. You've always done well. Uh, it's Torres oh. to give Chelsea a place in the Champions League final. The headline has been written. Ian Holloway? No, it's not a minute. No, no. So you actually had six men left. That is a point to Marcus. So the men you had left were Brother Brendy Rogers. Oh Mark Hughes. Hughesy. Martin O'Neill. Great shot. Rafa Benitez. Tony Pulis. And Joe Kinnear. Oh, Joe. Wow. That's a surprising one, isn't it? I'm well surprised Dyche isn't in there, but what you I I I, yeah, I had him down. I'm I should have I should have gone for Rafa. Okay, you're up first, big boy. Okay, here we go. What is it, Jim? So this is players Get me out of the way. that have been sent off in the Premier League this season. Ooh. 31 players. Naughty well, really? boys. Naughty players. Very naughty. So yeah, off you go, Luke. In the Premier League. In the oh, Premier League blimey. this season. Lewis Dunk. Lewis Dunk. <laughs> I'm out of ideas. Is <laughs> Christian Romero. Christian oh, good one. Romero is also correct. Can I have him as well? <laughs> um, uh, yeah. It's Torres oh! to give Chelsea a place in the Champions League final. The headline has been Raheem Sterling. Raheem Sterling. <laughs> Is in the current. Why can I not think of that? It's a tough one. It's a it really, really tough, tough one. It's ridiculous. I can um, think of a number of people getting booked and then straight away, and I was mm-hmm. like, I can't think of their names. Mm. And that's crucial. It's over to you, Luke. He's bought you some time there. I think. Is Alexis McAllister been sent off? Alexis McAllister has been sent off. Yeah. Correct. <clears throat> Curtis Jones. Curtis Jones, he says correctly. Well, well done. Well that's played. a really good game. Really well good played. one. Trying to think of them walking off the pitch, looking annoyed. Don't show you're working. Mm. It's Torres oh! to give Chelsea a place in the Champions League final. The headline has been written. Marcus Rashford. Ooh. Oh, oh Rashford. That was in that was Europe, bit... wasn't it? Yeah. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. It was. Yeah. So oh, needs to get I'll take it for the for the for the point for the for the round. Um, Destiny Udogi. Destiny Udogi, he says. 
That was the one I well couldn't done. think of the name of. Points of Vish. So, one all. One to Marcus, one yeah. to Vish. Give us a selection of the others. Don't give us a look. Yeah. Uh, Reese James, uh, oh, Takahiro Tomiyasu, yes. Tim Ream, Virgil van Dijk, Yves mm. Basuma, Fabio Vieira, Diogo Jota, Conor Gallagher, yeah. Naughty Ashley Young. Easy, loads, no, of, no, I I loads of them. Thugs. I can't believe it. I knew, <laughs> there was, thugs. I knew there was Fulham ones and I was pissed off when I was at the game when Ream got sent off. Oh, yes. there we go. Oh. Bassi right. as well. Last one. Maybe. Fish first, I guess. Well, it might not be the last one, Luke, if you can do something. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's be honest. Wait, <laughs> I don't like this. You, you, you're, no, you're, I like it. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> so the, I'm the fucking Man United of this game. <laughs> yeah. the, the third category is players who have made over 200 Premier League appearances for Liverpool. That is 19 players. Wow. Mm. You'd think it'd be more, wouldn't you? Yeah. Steven right. Gerrard. Steven Gerrard is obviously correct. Jamie Carragher. Yeah, Jamie well, Carragher that's fucking is also obviously correct. Mo Salah has to have. Mo Salah has. Oh, yeah. He has to have. Yeah, there's, no, there's no debate about that. Um, Alison. Alison, he says... Oh, well, how have I done that? Big news for you, Spur, that. That's yeah, massive yeah. news. How have I done that? You could win the belt big, here. Big opportunity. You could win the belt. Could do. The only thing standing for oh. you the belt is me. Okay. Give me your name. Robbie Fowler. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go for the bravest boy of the ball, uh -huh. little Mickey Owen. Little Mickey Owen, he says. Oh, 216. Um, oh, he only just snuck in there he then. He did, yeah. He only yeah. just snuck in there. Um, I will have... Um, I've Steve McManaman. Fine. It's fine. That's fine. fine. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> and no, there's nothing in that. That's fine. That's absolutely fine in that. There's nothing in that. Give That's me a fine. name. Um, I'd like my seven seconds, please. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm going to go Trent Alexander-Arnold. Correct. Well done. I'll have... Uh, Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane, he says. Oh, you fucking dancer. <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's a point to me, right? It is. You yeah, can have Bobby Firmino as well if you want. Yeah, You've got another one. Cheers. Marcus. I had Mane. I crossed it out and went for Alisson. Some the silent be punished. The silent majority out there who love me. <laughs> I'm very happy with Here that. Here we go. We're back in. Fucky, come on. I'm going for the belt. How many others? Do, was there a number? So, uh, yeah, so a you could others. still have had Andy Robertson, David James, Dirk Kite, uh, James Milner, Jamie Redknapp, John Arnorisa, Jordan Henderson, Lucas Lever, Martin Skirtle, Pepe Rayner, and Sammy Hippier. Oh, man. Uh, the answer to those kind of questions is always James Milner. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. James, Milner. Right, we're back James in. Milner's done 500 Premier League appearances for fucking... Six Burnley. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wait, this could be yours, Luke. Could Moore. be. I could go. For, I could get the belt. What a twist! Here we go. I'm so excited. It starts back with Marcus, doesn't it? It's what? Starts back with you, doesn't it? If this, oh, yes. if this category is Pompey's FA Cup journey in 2008, <laughs> I'll probably still not win. Mm. I really hope it is because it will like, be a sick record. It, yeah. Right. So, tiebreaker. It's a juicy one. Premier League managers in charge on the first day of the 2010-2011 season. Man Fucking United hell. Won the title that season. Okay. Um, is it me first? It is you first. <laughs> Probably goes to Alex Ferguson. Yeah, cheers. Um, is Alex Ferguson? Yes, yes, Alex Ferguson is in there. <laughs> okay, so it's, I'll tell you who else has got, simply got to have been in there, and that's Arsene Wenger. That is also correct. Unlucky fish. Re ready with oh. Gary Neville. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nevelim, Nevelim. 10-11. Hang on, hang on. You're getting close to being Neville here. It's Torres oh! to give Chelsea a place in the Champions League final. The headline has been written. Brendan Rodgers? Oh, he's in there. Brother Brendy. Got to be. I'm not seeing his name. No, then. Unlucky. No. Uh, I'll tell you what, I've kept pretty quiet up till now. <laughs> but I'll tell you something now, Vish. This, this, this belt's going to a new player. It's going to a new player. Marcus. We're going to have a new champion. 10-11. Bloody hell. So I've just written down the usual suspects, and I'm okay. hoping one of them's in there. Harry Redknapp. Harry Redknapp was at Spurs. Yes! Oh, shit. <laughs> right, so my working is that... Ready with Gary Neville? I just need to work out the year they won the Champions Right, so... Come on, what's this? I think... Andre Villas-Boas? Oh! Marcus! Oh, fucking... Yes! 
Take it, take it, take it. <laughs> <laughs> well and done, Marcus. Dagger to the heart. Was, was Di Matteo in there? Uh, Roberto Di Matteo was in there. Oh, that's yes. Chelsea. <laughs> I was trying to work out the year they won the Champions League. Was Roy Hodgson there? Tell so me. you could have had Hodgson? Alex McLeish, Avram Grant, Carlo Ancelotti, Chris Hewton, David Moyes, Ian David, Holloway, funnily David enough. Moyes, you've got to go for the old girl. Kevin McDonald, who was Villa caretaker oh, manager. Right, yeah. I'm going to be amazing to get that. Mark Hughes was at Fulham. Mick McCarthy was at Wolves. Owen Coyle, Roberto Di Matteo, Roberto Mancini, Roberto Martinez, um, Roy Hodgson, Sam yep. Allardyce, yep. Steve Bruce and Tony Pulis. Yep. As soon as he went Ferguson, I had, it should have triggered Moyes, shouldn't I it? I just basically yeah. wrote down Allardyce, Hodgson and Redknapp and I yeah. thought I'm safe with those three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how close I was going? June 2011. Yeah, I was going to go Di Matteo. <laughs> yeah. I was going to go Di Matteo. Fuck it. It's quite funny that you fuck that. I've lost it. It's the hope that kills funny. you, man. It's the hope that kills you so yeah. bad. Oh, Luke Moore. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Round. Nah, with fuck you for listening to this shit. <laughs> Sponsored by Betfair, part of the ACAST Creator Network. Nah, fuck you for listening to this shit. Oi. Do you want to stay behind? Do you not want a weekend? Do you want me to keep the gate yeah. closed for you? Yeah, close it. <laughs> I don't deserve it. Do you want to close it for everyone? Yeah, just... I do. No, I, want I, I can't do that. I can't do that because no. the good people need to listen to the mailbag tomorrow. That's true, and that's a big part of the And weekend. that's the other side of the fence. Mm. Yeah, okay, it's so, absolutely so the right. gate is open. Yeah. The weekend is officially here, everybody. Um, get your swagger on. Follow us on X, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram at Football Ramble. Don't forget to subscribe on your podcast. There's that's some f- great stuff on um, X. A yeah. lot of good stuff on there. Yeah, um, stuff on X. Yeah, you can yeah, find yeah. that at Twitter.com. It's, it's, it's really improved. <laughs> it's, really it's really improved since um, it, it changed its name. That was, that was the missing ingredient, actually. <laughs> All it was is just a letter. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Luke Moore. Cheers. Thank you, Mithusha <laughs> Hansaraja. Look at that. Look at his face. <laughs> thank you, Jim Campbell. Thank you. And thank you, me. See you soon. Fucking sickening. <laughs>